Have you heard you can listen to your favorite gripping investigations ad-free? Good news! With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash ad-free true crime. That's amazon.com slash ad-free true crime to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello, welcome. Life let's chat. It's hard. You want to talk? I know, that's disappointing. Sit back. Let's work this How's out. How's it going? What are we doing here? Yeah. Where are you going? Bonded. Who knew that Fabio is just the most amazing person? Did you know that? I didn't know that. I was like, what? I did not know that. Yeah. But I was, I legit teared up at that moment. Yeah. I mean, obviously. I was like, Fabio, Fabio? Obviously, <laughs> he has a special place in all of our pop culture brains. But anytime someone leaves an abusive situation and there's that friend that was always waiting in the wings for them and opens their home or their arms to them without judgment and says basically i've been waiting here have a room have mm-hmm. a car that just always warms my heart mm-hmm. so much and then do you picture fabio i do now, I do now. and it's slow-mo and yeah. his hair and he doesn't have a top on it's just yeah. in the wind I guess I picture him in one of those like pro wrestler skimpy tanks mm. that rip easy. Mm-hmm. So you can just walk into no, a ring and just it. rip it. He's standing in the front of his house in that shirt and his arms open to Hoyt. Welcoming. In fact, I think that we should title this episode The Safe Arms of Fabio. Ready, ready, ready. Welcome to Trauma Bonded. I'm Ellie Westberg here with Therese Garcia. Hello. And today we're discussing, this is actually happening, episode 288. What if you didn't know you were in a cult? Our man Hoyt is the first male supermodel in the 90s and also the benefactor of a cult called Eternal Values. And this is the finale of season 12 and what I'm calling the safe arms of Fabio. And full disclosure, I I am the showrunner for This Is Actually Happening, and I have the privilege to vet stories and conduct pre-interviews before they go to WIT for the final interview, and T knows nothing about anything. She comes in fresh. This show, Trauma Bonded, is for the listeners, a space where we can talk about each episode, digest it, and reflect on it with empathy and also a bit of levity, hopefully. This is our 12th released episode, but possibly the first one you are listening to because Wit just announced our existence on the final episode today. So welcome. And if you like us, there are 11 more episodes you can binge whilst you're missing. This is actually happening. 
So T, yeah, I'll go first. Thank you, Ellie. I think the heart of Hoyt's story is some, is a quote he said, it's a lot easier to fool a man than to convince a man he's been fooled. And obviously it's seen in the cult, obviously, but I think it also exists in advertising an industry that he's a part of as male model. I mean, that is pretty much what it is, is trying to fool people into buying your products, right? (laughs) And most of us are unwilling to admit that we've been fooled into buying something. Like I get fooled all the time. Like I've told you before, when I got Taco Bell and Domino's on the same weekend, that was all advertising related right but also in that same kind of quote um this idea that we desire stardom or or fame i think we're all fooled to believe that that is something that's desirable or something that we want um when oftentimes you hear people have terrible uh experiences with being famous i think all of those things sort of fall under what he's he his story is about so true. <laughs> no, I I also had that thought. Um, I think you oh, took mine. You know, when you think about like being brainwashed or in a cult or something, I think of like I just buy into all the things. And I don't think it was the hardest story, but I didn't make an observation that I'm really glad that nobody approached me at like these ages, 17, 18, with some crazy ideas because I would have signed up straight away. You think? Probably, you know, not to expose myself. You saw right through Catholicism though and abandoned it with haste as a child. That was easy. Straight away. That's ridiculous. (laughs) That's the one that gets (laughs) most of us. Oh, I know. I don't know. It it didn't uh, resonate with me. Well, from I the think very he would have got you. You're right because compliments. He would have started with compliments. That was it. That's some huge. supermodel walks up to you on the beach and starts paying you compliments. You're going to be interested in what he has to say. Yeah, it really is the best yeah. way to manipulate. Yeah. Do you feel like you compliment people a lot? Are you a complimenter? I think I do. I feel mm. like I am. Ellie's I'm like, you never compliment me. Instance. <laughs> no, I complimented you via text just the What'd other day. I called you magic, didn't I? Well. I didn't call you magic. That felt what? more of a compliment. That felt like a, com- like a compliment born out of a. a- no. <laughs> You're shaking your head at me. Don't even know what I'm going to say. Okay, say it. Last time I did know what you were going to say. You didn't know what I thought I didn't know what you were going to say. Felt, it felt a bit of a compliment of no absolution. Absolve, is that the word I want? Absolution. Is that a word? What's absorption? <laughs> to be absolved. <laughs> Oh, of my responsibility. Yeah, like you, it was. It was more like that's you, what I'm saying. No, you feel guilty. No, that's what I was saying. I knew you were gonna say that. 
like guilty. You thought it felt guilty. I did. I did. But that's separate from that. I thought the things were hella funny. I was like literally laughing oh, oh, out loud. Those. I never do no, that. I did. I did believe you. The description, like the oh, yeah. you did believe. No, me. I did take that on face value. Well, which one is no, it? No, well, Ellie? it just depends. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did feel a bit guilty because I didn't have, you know, the bandwidth to help on it. But really, it's good I didn't because what you wrote, I thought well, was and that just It also made me happy just to be validated. So I would happily take those compliments. Okay. I wasn't doing that so you could join my cult. Mm-hmm. No, I do. don't believe me. But um, let's move on. Anyway, I don't know what we were talking about. Absolution. <laughs> Okay, good. Absorption. Look that up. I don't know what I'm saying. I'll look that up later. Um, let me ask you this: When hmm. Hoyt's in New York and he's staying at Freddie's, and Freddie introduces mm-hmm. them to this like lavish lifestyle of going to Studio Fifty Four, and they go to Studio Fifty Four, and there's drinking, and there's dancing, and there's effing. And he says, and then they go back to Freddy's, his tiny one bedroom apartment for tea. Tea. Was that not shocking? A tea tea party. I thought it. I was like, mushroom tea? Like, I didn't understand. No, I was expecting him to say, like, and then we went back to Freddy's and, like, the cocaine lines were out. There was a massive orgy going on. But no, we had tea and discussed ideologies. I was really surprised by that. I really had no idea where this right. was going for a long time because I don't. I, there was no title. No yeah. uh, title. Like if you'd said that, then I know where this is going. But I'm like, oh my god! From the beginning, I was like, oh god, this guy, Freddie, is totally gonna like get him into a relationship, and it's gonna be weird because of the I don't know. I don't know. What, and I was like, oh no, it's not that. And then I was like, the partying, and uh, and then he's like a model, and I was like, I, wh- wh- where is this? I mean, great, it's all yeah. good, and I love it, yeah, I'm like all about it. But I had no idea where it was going for like a long time. Really, that's interesting. When did you finally clue in? I was riding that wave for a while. Um, I mean, he kept saying like the red flags about the compliments. And he was like, he didn't really share the friendship with his family. And he, he said like, and that's when he realized it's a bit dangerous or something like the relationship. And that's why I thought it was like, maybe their sexual relationship. But then I was like, no, that's, that's wrong. And uh, then they're going to parties and stuff. The tea thing totally threw me off. I was like, what, what are you talking about? Um, and then like modeling, like this all sounds great. But what is yeah. actually happening is what I was feeling. I think the title really helped, would have helped. Um, but then there were words. Some words started to come out, like Galactic Federation of Ashtar. Or <laughs> and then I was like reminiscent, right? I'm starting to think of Scientology, like some other, you know, oh, oh. A spiritual devotee, and I'm like, oh no. Ashram. Um, like the diet thing, even the diet thing, I was like, it's fine. Oh, Doomsday. this was it, this was it. When his parents were concerned, that for sure, that came a bit late. Then when his parents were concerned, and they visited, and then Freddie's like, 
they mm. they won't get it because you're seeking a spiritual life. And I was like, oh, I see. Mm-hmm. This is years and years of like this Freddy guy, like getting him yeah. into it. But yeah, so that and then, yeah, then the doomsday thing. And I was like, yeah, there's definitely something up with this Freddy guy. And it it made me really think like, again, so reminisce the language because so from Scientology. And then I also was thinking about um, the woman in solitary who fell in love with the new age guy dancing yeah. by himself. Yeah. Was like yeah. avoid that. Yeah. That's when I was like, something's up. I think it's really interesting how people are really driven to a spiritual pathway is it Mm -hmm. and I don't want to really talk about this because I'm sure there are more qualified people to talk deeply about this but it is something fascinating like obviously we were raised in a certain fashion and basically told that we wanted a spiritual life but people that are seemingly not really close to religion aren't necessarily looking for an a type of institutionalized church, but they want to live a spiritual life. Like, what is that desire? What, why do people have that? Is it just because they find, obviously it's because they find their life so empty or meaningless or shallow? It's bizarre yeah. to me. <clears throat> is that wrong? I mean, it's like, it, it's, it's like almost like, yeah, if you're feeling lost or don't have, like he was saying, he didn't have a passion or a path in life. It's like the question could be like, is it, is this yeah. all there is? And hope it, like a hope that there's something else yeah. at play. I guess it is really heavy to accept that this might be all that there is. But I mean, then again, there is not. There, there are things that we intuit and sense and feel and have that are intangible so it's not like against our own senses Mm -hmm. to think that there's something else out there but to live a spiritual life i i guess i don't know what that means (laughs) and i i I, it rubs me the wrong way me too a little bit honestly like what so i was like i'm spiritual to me the other day and i was like (laughs) weirdo you know (laughs) <laughs> like mm-hmm, me too like, what are the concrete away, ways slowly. that someone is spiritual what does that look like if i saw someone being it would i be able to pick it out of a crowd i think mm-hmm. it's something that it's it, it's like one of those things where i shouldn't have to tell you i'm fun like i should just be fun like if i have to tell mm-hmm. you oh i'm fun. trust yeah. me i'm fun those pe- you never want to be around those people not fun not fun or, not fun um, like yeah. on the bachelor they do this a lot like this has been such, this is such a magical evening like talking about a thing as it's happening is <laughs> yeah. weird so if it's you're like matter. i'm i'm a spiritual person yeah why are you telling me that just go be it and it's not clear like if you say i'm fun yeah. it's unclear i think I'm spiritual. It's like, I'm spiritual. Like there's the whole levels of that, 
like if someone says that, it's like, what do you mean then? What do you, what, what, what's exactly. that mean? What do you mean? Because there's so many things. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, what do you say? Like you go to, like you go to church sometimes yoga, or do yoga. Or you, yeah. Dan, dancing, a tree dance. You. Tea. You drink tea after a studio 54. Like you sit like what and is... contemplate and can be still Think. and quiet yeah i i'm literally wondering what it is <laughs> i do not know and then they just end with it they just end with it and you're yeah. just like what i don't it's frustrating is it kind being kind is it having empathy is it being intuitive about the world around you is it being homophobic is it... <laughs> a little racist too like because i think it can go i don't know i think it can go is it like places. i'm sitting in the wind and i'm noticing the wind and it rustles the leaves and i think i'm so grateful to be alive in this moment like is that is that being spiritual and then there's a single tear. yeah I don't actually know. The more we talk about it, the less I understand. Um, it. Hey, listeners, if you consider yourself a spiritual person, please reach out to us and explain to us all the ways. We we we, we, we really want to know. We, Just give I us mean, a, li a list of yeah. things you do or adjectives that you are. Like, just help us understand what being a spiritual person is. That's all. That's that's. Maybe we're too logical. Maybe we're too. Just cold who knows i love his his football friends i mean okay besides fabio the other heroes of the story are his football friends mm. his football teammates mm -hmm. the bros whatever first of all <laughs> they go to the they go to the college doctor and they're like doc oh yeah I'm really worried about our brother Hoyt. He painted his room purple. He stopped yeah, drinking that's beer. Weird. He's only eating huh. green beans and sprouts. Healthy. What's going healthy on? Food. And the doctor's like, ah, that sounds pretty good to me. Seems like you guys need to do what he's doing. But to their credit, they ended up being like, really some of his greatest protectors at the end you know to keep him they don't get it don't either get it. is that what makes you spiritual eating healthy food painting your room, painting purple. Your room purple what was the other one i threw in not drinking beer oh not drinking beer just saying i don't know they don't get it either because because like that actually doesn't sound all that bad i think it's like this thing that we can't quite put our finger on right can't and what what someone might perceive as being spiritual other people perceive perceive as you losing your fucking mind <laughs> like are you i'm looking okay? at you but you're not you <laughs> And 
they're like the the brainwashed yeah, like kinda. you've been scrubbed of yourself okay. and that is what a lot of religions yeah. do yeah. they they do want to scrub you of yourself and it's in the interest of preferring others over yourself or preferring a jesus or a god or whatever over yourself i mean that's all part of it right he keeps talking about um the the abusive the abused wife syndrome it's about systematically sort of tearing mm-hmm. you down so that one you're you need them to feel important but two you're never feeling good enough or well enough to leave it's, it's all that was mm-hmm. from you know it starts with the compliments and then once you're in then we have to you know tear you down and rip you apart and make you dependent and make you hate yourself I can do that all on my own. Thank I'm doing you. It right now. <laughs> it's really he he mentions how you know when you you brought up the Battlestar Galactica ashram whatever, and he says mm-hmm. you can't you can no longer critically think, and you disregard logic because at the basis of it all, which is like true humanity, is you still have this desire to be chosen. So even though you're choosing me to be in the intergalactic ashram of the doomed or whatever, and it's crazy talk, I still want to be picked for it, right? Like that's the compliments again. I mean, church, if we want to call this church, is as much a social circle as it it is anything else, right? And Mm -hmm. a lot of religions do they're able to keep people interested because there is this element of the chosen the chosen few few are called but or what is it many are called but few are chosen or we are in the inside looking out we are the truth knowers we know the truth and you don't i mean mm-hmm. it's all very much predicated on those ideas and then there's the other side of that, right? Uh-oh. She got pregnant before she got married. They get to mm. judge like those people, right? And I guess it's a lot more obvious how they do it here in the hot, yeah, seat. The hot seat. But, you know, the little whisperings at church, you know. The at least the looks. hot seat's honest. Like, like instead always... of going behind your back. It's true. How can people do that for nine hours know. straight? I do not know. Do they rotate? I was just on nine hours straight of calls where I was being kind of friendly. It's tiring. I guess if I was like, God is choosing me to insult this person over and over, you're driven. What could you come up with for nine hours? They must be repeating information. I mean, they're not, right? They're not coming with new original content. Yeah, because they did it to him for every night for nine weeks for up to nine hours how can that not break you that's certainly what it's designed to do but literally what are they talking about for that long i know like he seems like a just all right guy really nice guy what do you think the first criticism of you would be (laughs) (laughs) um I don't... That's my point. They're coming up with nine hours of content. You can't think of one thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I can't. I mean, I probably can't. I just can't. I don't know. I'm trying to think like you. I don't know what... I'm What lazy. would they say to you? 
I was thinking, not you, I was just thinking like, oh, like, yeah, lazy or slow or... Not helpful enough. You didn't take out the garbage. You didn't buy the socks I like. Oh, bad parent. Those bad parent things yeah. will get you. You're a bad me. partner. It's always about you, you, you. You never consider anyone else. Uh, you drive bad. You you cut what? off people in traffic. Oh, you're a very good driver. Are you talking I'm about you? You understood. Or you're just like like. You don't brush your teeth often enough. Or why don't you go to the <laughs> dentist? You're an adult. You why aren't the, you flossing? Yeah. You haven't flossed. Are you a baby? You can't go to the dentist. I feel like dentists would do yeah, that dentists. to me. Dentists do that to us all the time. Yeah. They're brutal. Um, why are you eating popcorn while you wear your braces? Uh, why'd you pull your spaces out? Uh, how many it hours hurts. are you wearing your headgear? Oh, God. Is it 14? I mean, I know it's not because I can tell it's messed up. I think that's it, though. And these were most of these were made up, I feel like. And what was that? Two like, and a half I minutes? I have no idea. I had to do nine hours. I mean, unless there, there has to be like, like a give and a take, like a or a a give and a retort. Like, oh, yeah, it's more Wait, interactive. I noticed that you don't use the passing lane correctly on the freeway, and then he goes, "Oh, was I not using the passing lane correctly on the freeway? I'm sorry." How do you oh, not know? I'm, I'm sorry. I'll promise to pay attention and do better next time. But you said that before. I know, but so how am I going to believe? Well, that's that a good point. I'll, but all I can tell you is I'm sorry, and I'll try <laughs> to do better. Like that? Yeah. If it's back and forth, maybe. Because that revs you up if you're like being mean and, and you're angry to the person yeah. it can rev you up. But it feels like he was accepting it. I have a question. It's more of a hypothetical or not even that. How much does it suck already to have been in a cult for years and years and years, right? But then to realize you're in a cult and then to realize you weren't even in like one of the special <laughs> ones. Like the famous ones, you're just in like a regular terrible one. Nobody's even heard of. Pretty awful, I thought. I would like. I've I've been thinking about this. What he said about that, and I do I do I see what he's saying, but I'm going to I'm going to be a bit contrary, and this is I'm I'm going to say okay. why why, okay yes the the cult itself was not particularly special but i'm gonna say this is why hoyt is special in regard to the cult number one. Oh, oh, oh oh there's a list he ended it he ended his cult he ended it he did he did yeah well he was he was the financier so really. he saved other people from yeah. it he released people that were in it and he was able to set himself mm -hmm. free from it. In those ways, it's special. Here's another way that I think it's special. 
I mean, he didn't just end the cult. Like, he went and got an attorney and used RICO laws that were able to soon. Yeah. And he was able to get the money from the sale of the beach house. And he was able to effectively end the cult. Yes, it was not a special cult. But most people that escape cults aren't able to pull off what he did. So I think in that way, it is special. He's special. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I agree with you there. But you're right. It was his it realization take... that it was sort of a yeah. textbook cult that made him so angry. And I think that that anger ignited that sort of those causes mm -hmm. for him. I love it when people get mad at the things that have hurt them. It makes me so happy. <laughs> mm -hmm. it's really it owning it so happy i think in just stories in general that makes me the happiest like yeah it's really beautiful when someone can be like graceful and forgive and all that shit but when someone just gets mad and then like there's revenge there's oh yeah so it's so satisfying it. and it just there's like a breaking it's, point. It's that need for justice that we all have, that we all had since we were a kid, and we would whine like, that's not fair. And and to just take the world and put it to rights. Just uh there's nothing better than that. He really did that. He did. You know, it's sad though. I think you said something like ninety percent of the group that he did, I mean, he did really save that they all still believe and then they're just like in yeah. this limbo stage, right? Yeah. I mean, it's cr incredibly sad. I mean, it really is a lot of work to undo that kind of thinking. And if there's never yeah. sort of a cause to wake you up and get you out of it, you could do it forever. It's a lot easier to fool a man than convince a man he's been yeah. fooled. It's the truth. Then all the things that you like did, and I think he talked about this too. It's like all the things that he did that would be viewed as like not standing up for someone or like helping people who are getting yelled at the hot seat. Like all those things, you have to like admit that those things were wrong instead of like if you're able to stay in the cult, and you're like, okay, right. I'm good. And all of that previous behavior, those were all justified. the right things. Yeah. I mean, yeah he talks about this a lot like there with acknowledging that something's wrong it does mm -hmm. take a lot of humility and people are so ego driven mm -hmm. it's really tough for people to access their humility it's so bizarre to me i mean i get why they do it but it's like how how why are always uh, why are the primary tenets of religion always about denying the most basic things about what makes us human right mm. Mm -hmm. i mean there are things that we shouldn't that, that are good that we should root out like vanity or materialism or uh, um gluttony you know th these th are obvious things that can really hurt a person and those are removed mm -hmm. from religion but like the idea of not having romantic love or not having children. Yeah. I mean, of course, the powers that be never deny it for themselves. It's always just something 
Oh, apparently not. It's always just something to hide. <laughs> Found that out followers. So I could have been doing this the whole time? What's going on? It's so messed up. And then he had to pay I for know. it. He had to pay for it. Oh, back to his yeah. football friends. You were saying, I don't know if we can edit. But um, another cool thing that they did, right? They took him in. One of them took him in, right? at the After he left yeah. the cult. And one of the cult members came yeah, to yeah. visit. Is that what His happened? His football friend said no. I was like, no way. Yeah. No. And protected him from going no, back. Finally. Football friends. Football friends are doing it right. Somebody. They're, They're probably, probably hot, hot too. too. They're probably hot. When did you give up the buzz? And by buzz. The buzz you get from the idea of saving millions of people. Isn't that what he said was called the buzz? I don't think I ever had that. Oh, oh, I didn't hear that part. I must have oh. missed that part. He he talks. Did you ever have a buzz? When um, he lives with Dar after Fabio and it's mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. that sort of keeps you going in a cult or religion is you keep going back for that that good feeling that you get when you think that you're doing the the work of the ordained or that your salvation matters gotcha. to people other people you're saving the world it's the buzz i know what he's talking about it's hard to give that up that does sound yeah okay i thought you might have experienced that i'm trying to think of when i gave up the buzz i feel like honestly for me, and I can only speak for myself, that was probably the first thing I let go. It's like, that's the main hurdle. Once you can get mm. over the buzz, you can probably let go of most of the rest of it. Yeah. Because there's like the community. Mm. But I think, yeah, to give up the buzz, it does take a, a lot of rejecting your ego. This idea that you're the special called chosen person that's meant to say, you know, that your life's meant to, to be a, make a difference and to save other people. You really have to be able to strip that all away and go, I'm going to do the best that I can with each relationship that I have and each person I come in contact with, but by no means am I going to save anyone. I am only, I only shall work on my own salvation. That, is a big thing to let I think undo and let go of. It's a lot of responsibility on your shoulders, though. It seems like to let it go or to keep it. <laughs> to, keep <laughs> to keep the, the buzz. buzz. Keep the yeah. buzz. It seems to me that he saved more people when he left than he was when he was. He was actually the buzz is yeah. actually the opposite. Like he was actually hurting people, yeah, trying yeah. to get them in it, and then he actually saved more people. In that that is true. That's where he's different. So the buzz was your top because he was saying the hardest things to do when you leave a cultic situation is losing your identity, your relationships, sometimes your education and buzz was in there. But you're, you're For me, buzz. but I think I quickly realized people that if, if people are against me, I don't want those people in their life and he, in my life. And he talked about that too. Yeah, I mean, and also on the other side of that, he felt that way when he was in the cult, thinking about his fam and stuff. Like, he didn't talk to his, he hadn't seen his family for so long. 
like 12 years or something as parents, right? This is how else I think he's special. I'm not going to cry, but when he talks oh. about being with his mom oh. at the end of her life and being oh, God. her yeah. caregiver, I thought that him getting to be with his mom was really wonderful. Um, and it's special and yeah, and it accomplished two things, which he points out. One is that it did re-ingratiate him with his family. Um, and two, he, ironically, he finally got to be the person that he set out to become when his spiritual journey began, right? This is probably the first mm -hmm, mm -hmm. real act of actual love that he got to embark on yeah. as an adult person. And if we're talking about what makes someone spiritual, it's not you in yoga pants looking at a tree. It's about putting yourself aside and and just being with being with someone in the ugliest, worst moments of their life. I think um, you know, people talk about intimacy with in a romantic sense but we all experience intimacy Ugh. it's okay you should just let it let it be you know helping someone when they can't help themselves anymore because their body's failing them that's that is intimacy being being with someone while they're dying, that that is intimacy. Being with someone's body when they're gone and being with other people that love them too, that's intimacy. And I know we started this episode talking about we don't know what being spiritual is, but to me, that that is what it is. Being, being close to someone in the shit, <laughs> being with your friend when they're vulnerable and just being with them when they're having a hard time, hearing them and seeing them and feeling them. That is, that's yeah. a spiritual life to me. That's a way, way better explanation, I think. I'm sorry. I don't know how much of this we'll keep. Yeah. If no, we, I mean, if we do keep any, any of it, just to let you all know, I'm being extra emotional because I can't even say the words. Okay. Do you want me to say it? Ellie's dad passed just recently, so a lot of this is still fresh, especially if we're talking about death and a parent battling health issues. This is as real as it gets. I don't know. Is this should this be our inaugural episode? <laughs> no, you were of course. It's, you just lost your dad. You don't need to apologize for having emotions about it. You know. Anywho. <laughs> oh, good. Did you have anything else? Did you get to all your points that you wanted to talk about? I think I did. One thing that we didn't talk about. This one yeah, is a long, long one, right? Long. Is this a long one? 
say like 20 pages of notes. I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> I thought what it was um, interesting how he talked about sort of escaping a cult is very much like escaping an abusive marriage and down to like the pragmatic items, right? Like you're leaving money behind. You might only have the clothes on your mm-hmm. back. Uh, you've just spent years being kept from an education. You've been kept from developing relationships. Um, and then, of course, couple in the devastating loss of the hope that you once had, that this thing that you've poured yourself and your time and your love into was going to turn mm-hmm. out well to have to abandon that is truly devastating. Um and it's not always going to take on the first try. I mean, it takes m- yeah. multiple attempts to leave it. Yeah. It can always lure you back. Yeah. Kind of thing. Compliments. See how we keep Yeah. really bringing things back around. Come back. Yeah. We started yeah. with compliments and a spiritual journey, and we got it back. Come back around to the, yeah. I think too um, that transition back into reality or whatever is so yeah. hard with both examples that it's like maybe I should just go back right? Like, you know I mean there's something to be said about mm-hmm. familiarity it might be awful but at least it's an awful you know you know the possibility of the unknown isn't attractive to everyone I might find that attractive. Oh, what's going to happen? I don't know. But a lot of people don't. Right. Thank you for listening. This has been an episode of Trauma Bonded. And you can find our show where podcasts are kept. Thanks to Hoyt for sharing their story and giving us the opportunity to talk about it. And thanks to This Is Actually Happening team, including... Whit Misseldine and Andrew Waits and the maker of our music and website, Nathaniel Tromboli. And thanks to Kathy Seitz for editing this episode. And you can contact us at traumabondedpod at gmail.com. We also have Instagram at traumabondedpodofficial. And I think we have a website too at traumabondedpod.com. And please uh, rate us on Apple Podcasts. We are trauma bonded to the story, to the storyteller, to the listeners, and to each other. But don't forget, we're not doctors. The information including, but not limited to, the words that come out of... (laughs) You're doing great. You're doing great. The information including, but not limited to, the words that come out of our mouth are for entertainment and informational purposes only. Or not information. Information in this podcast. (laughs) The church. It's so funny. Information in this podcast may not be factual at all. No material in this podcast is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Your dad might need a biopsy, so don't say L-E-N-T said dad needed a biopsy. 
Uh, always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical or psychological condition or treatment. Side effects of listening to trauma bonded with LENT may include, but are not limited to, joy, confusion, questioning, laughing at or with us, bonding, healing, discussion, hunger, happiness, offense, wailing, or diarrhea.